<laughs> What's cracking, everybody? And <laughs> Devin fucking what kill me. Devin, Devin fucking kill me right before you start. Welcome to episode 21, 121, excuse me, on the Good Cracking Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Janelle Pearson, alongside the inevitable one, Devin Stanford. How you doing, dog? Doing great. How about yourself, man? Uh, just fucking dying from you. <laughs> cracking up right before the fucking show. You're saying you're cracking before we're good cracking, so you're saying yeah, we were good yeah, cracking before yeah. we did the good cracking? Well, you, so for people at home... This is the exception. For people at home, when we when we go through our uh, our show process, we have um, a black screen that we go to prior to, you know, going into the intro, coming out of a splash screen and stuff, and I give, like, you know, vocal cues so that everybody that we're doing the show and knows what we're doing. I said, all right, and black, and he goes, what's that? supposed to mean <laughs> you fucking assholes <laughs> got him this is, got my, him. this is my payback for the past year of gaslighting you i'm sorry <laughs> i told you i'm just gonna stop being nice and i'm just gonna start gaslighting you every second i have now that's fair i told that's you okay. that on the last show i'm not saying i don't deserve it you know it's it's okay no, anything, how, how you, you deserve it the most out of anybody i know <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. How are you doing this week, dog? How's your how's your week going? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um last week I was I was suffering from some really bad sinus allergies and sinus infection. And this week I felt like money. Uh got some really cool things going on. Um ordered okay. a new new to me guitar that I've been looking for with a rare finish that I'm really excited about. Uh, yep. for any yep. gearheads out there. I I'm I have a 72 telecaster with a natural walnut finish coming my way i'm really really very excited nice. about very that nice, my friend very nice um looking pretty uh, beautiful yeah yeah i can't wait to get that fucking guitar dude i miss my old 72 i used to have yeah. um yeah. but other than that uh i just mentioned to you i i, I really love the evil dead game you know yeah we and uh, we all do dog <laughs> it gives yeah, the like, real well man i mean you You've played with me enough to know how much I like that game now. Because, like, I go in. It was wild enough to take you and I from Destiny for a while. Yeah. Like, it's like, I haven't touched Destiny since we played, started playing Evil Dead. And, like, I, God, that game was really good, man. It was really fucking good. Just started playing Destiny again yesterday. So it's like, I'm like rotating through three games right now. It's it's Destiny, Evil Dead, and Jedi Fallen Order. Right, right, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say yeah. we we're not we're not doing our hands on deck today because it's a review episode for all you guys at home. Uh, when mm-hmm. we do major reviews for a headlining, we don't do hands on deck. Uh, so it's good to know what you're what you're kind of playing. Oh yeah, a little bit right now. Uh, yeah, and because of that Evil Dead game, I just started watching Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, how was it? How was last it? night? Good, good. I'm two episodes in. It's very Sam Raimi. Very Sam Raimi. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like exactly what we said about Doctor Strange. It's Sam Raimi. It's a Sam Raimi-ass you thing. Not expect anything different right? <laughs> yeah. for, for an yeah. official um, Evil Dead show, right? Yeah. And it, it's it's good. It's good so far. I like it. I like it. So it's definitely, you should, you should check it out. It's on Netflix. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I'll check that out. Yeah. I've, uh, you know, just kind of like lightly touching into Obi-Wan from the other day. I got to catch him. I'm got to watch the second, finish watching the second episode uh, today. Oh, dude. I love it. I love it. it. Fucking got me, man. It fucking got me, dude. I I think these first two episodes are the strongest Disney Plus 
episodes we've gotten out of any Disney Plus series, whether it be MCU or um, Star Wars so far. Yeah. To me, that's how oh, it feels. Dude, the, honestly, on, if we're going to be real honest, I think the quality of the Star Wars shows lately have been better than the quality of Marvel's Disney Plus shows. 100%. Like, 100%. Oh, my God. Good old time to be a Star Wars fan, my man. But oh, also, yeah. we have Stranger Things to have to fucking watch still. Yeah, I haven't drama. watched it yet. God, I haven't dude, watched I'm yet. Gonna be, I'm going to be starting to. that today, too. I got to at least watch the first episode, see if it sells me on it. But, you know, we're, we're going to get there. We're going to yeah. get there. It's a good time to be a nerd, guys. It's, it's a good a time a very good time to be a nerd. But today, we're not talking quite about being just nerds. Because uh, today, we're talking Sony's new battle plan. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. One of the most thrilling action movies of this year and much much more because this is the good Kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you want to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturdays at 12 p.m if you're on this wave you can head on over to patreon.com slash good show where you can submit questions to topics of the show get exclusive post-show content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea but if you think your pockets are the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. <laughs> you did a little, a little <laughs> like Davy Jones. <laughs> you can watch us. <laughs> You can watch us record the show live at twitch.tv slash Show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. We would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home. We can all support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an estimation mark. And leaving a review there, uh, which, by the way, Devin, uh, we got someone who put in a written review over on Apple Podcasts for us. Ooh. Um, saying that they love the show. Uh, here, I'll go ahead and read that off because I know that we've talked about uh, reading off reviews for the show before. Here, let, me, let me go ahead and uh, want to make sure you guys get some uh, get some love for leaving us some love. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's always good to fucking yeah. have. Why is this updating library yeah. right now? Well, I don't need an updated You know, library. I will say I was working on a client's house the other day. <laughs> And I overheard them talking about podcasting, and they do podcasts for work and stuff. Ooh. And I, I mentioned that we that we do a podcast, and they immediately pulled out their phone and they're like, "What's it called?" And I told them, and they went and subscribed immediately. And you said, like, "Ours is better than yours." <laughs> 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 I was joking. Uh, CMC Bala One Hundred One writes uh, this review and says, five stars. These guys banter back and forth so much it is my favorite thing on the planet. They have interchanging guests on the show that all play a fun and engaging part of the podcast. You get to hear honest opinions on movies and games alike, but you'll stay for the laughs and, of course, Captain Dragon. Who's that guy? Uh, check out their gameplay streams on Twitch as well. Uh, CMC Bala 101, thank you. We love you. Thank, thank you. you so fucking much. If you guys want to hear us read your reviews off, please leave us a uh, written review over on Apple Podcasts and I'll leave us five stars or four stars. And, um, or, you no, know, five, even five. one star. You know? <laughs> if I'm on the episode, it's five. Five stars. Automatic. Please, please. Yes, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, please. Yeah. Devin! Five star, man. We have... A captain's orders, my friend. Guys, by the time that you listen to this in public, uh, which drops on Monday, please go check out our newest episode of The Shipwreck Show. It's very, very fucking important episode. Uh, we talk about some stuff that is a little bit touchy. Um, 
it is not out yet for those of you listening or watching live. It will be tomorrow. Um, but we go over conversations about the gun control situation in the United States as per reaction to the terrible fucking things that happened last week. Um, so trigger warning for anybody that is preparing to listen to that. Um, there is some touchy stuff in there that we talk about, but it is an important conversation, arguably one of the most important conversations that we've ever had on GK content before. Please come in, hang out with us. It was a hard one. That was a tough episode. Um, and, and thankfully, like because of our relationship between me you, Xander, and Garrick, and how close we've gotten over this past year, we were able to have a very hard conversation, have it be very constructive. Um, and I love you. You know what I'm saying? I love you. Love you too, like we we, we um, give each other a space to be able to have those talks, and, and it feels good. So, and, um, and I do want everybody to know, too, there are lots of viewpoints on the matter, lots of examples, and lots of feelings behind it. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, if it's, if, if this is something that you've been talking about with your friends, family, acquaintances, coworkers, just people in general, definitely, definitely uh, tune in on this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd be lying to say if there weren't tears coming from all around. Yeah, it's it's a wild episode, guys, and uh, we we hope that you enjoy. We hope that you enjoy. In the meantime, mm -hmm. Devin, tell the people what we have next. Well, we have some good things and some kind of. Not good things happening, mm -hmm. but we are going into the helm. Devin, hit them with our first motherfucking story, my guy. Go for so, it. So this one's kind of a big bummer because Garrick and I were talking about this a few weeks ago and how we were kind of pumped about it. But a Marvel MMO has been canceled. This is coming from Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN. The Marvel MMO from the co-publisher of DC Universe Online has been canceled just six months after it was revealed. Announced in a blog post by parent company Enad Global 7, EG7, as reported by Games Radar. The game was canceled after a, quote, re-evaluation of the development risk profile, size of investment, and the long-term product portfolio strategy for the group. Put simply, the MMO would be too expensive and unable to guarantee a certain amount of money in return, and EG7 no longer sees a Marvel MMO as a potential successful piece of its business. The Marvel MMO was only announced last November and was being led by City of Heroes designer Jack Emert and at Daybreak Studios. No details about the game were ever announced, but according to previous reports, this is now the second Marvel MMO canceled at Daybreak. Yeah, so uh, big bummer uh, because the mm -hmm. the <laughs> fucking DC Universe Online was a fucking good game, uh, and it would have been really cool to see like a Marvel skin on top of that. Um, I mean, like, I'm very, I'm very mm -hmm. torn on this aspect of them feeling like an a Marvel MMO could put it's no longer a worthy investment. Like we're like, we're like that part weirds me out. I don't know where you sit on that, but so the, I, I think of course, I don't know. I can only hypothesize. Sure. I wonder if this has anything to do with how bad Avengers has been, you know, mm. and, mm. and quote unquote square Enix's guardians didn't, do as well as we wanted it to, even though that game did fucking phenomenal still and right. won a bunch of awards. Right. You know, um, so 
I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily think that they would move and jive based off of something that Square Enix had done. That was not not, not Square. Yeah, Crystal Dynamics. You get my point. Uh, All yeah. right. <laughs> I I don't know if they would necessarily like like move and jive based on like the results of that. Um, because I think I think that I I felt that there was a place that this was in demand for. Like, I feel, 100%. I feel like that, that they, if, if there was anybody that could nail a proper Avengers Marvel MMO, it would have been these guys, right? Because DC universe mm-hmm. online, like we mentioned, is a very, very good game. It's very, very fun. Um, I think that, that, that take on it with a Marvel skin would have been just as much fun. Um, <clears throat> I think, I wonder if it's more so where they feel like, like MMOs are kind of not, in a main stake at the moment. I wouldn't say that. I mean, we've seen MMOs do great, especially off of launches. I mean, Lost Ark, it's, you still have a hard time going in. Final Fantasy fourteen is still the highest played game of all time right now. You know? but, do, but, do you, but do you think that maybe they just feel like they can't compete with those? I mean, that could be part of the conversation, but I also feel like with it being a Marvel property and the difference of the style of gaming play and, and like characters and, and story, mm-hmm. I feel like that would, I, again, we don't know any of that sure, sure. because they never announced the full details, but I feel like that would differenti- differentiate, uh, I can't even say the word, Dif- it would make it a lot more <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, than, than those other properties, you know what I mean? Because it's it's a lot different. It's not high fantasy you know, which is what sure. we see as commonplace in the MMO world, yeah. um, whether whether it's, you know, Final Fantasy or Star Wars with Swotar and Lord of the Rings online, you know, all that stuff. Most yeah. MMOs are like that. Um, there, there's EVE Online that does really well. There's Star Citizen that does really well. And those are sci-fi base. Um, <laughs> Very ballsy hey, to mention Star Citizen. A, Very hey, ballsy. There's a, lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of things to talk about Star Citizen there on that front, but that game still has a massive, massive community. It does. Um, it does, and it it does really well for itself in that regard. Um, but I I think there is a space for that because people want a proper online multiplayer Avengers game because we did not get that with the official Marvel's Avengers game. We did. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did not. Sure did not. Mm-hmm. It had so much potential to be so good. And like the campaigns are really good. The campaign is very, very good. Until but you that... have to <laughs> until you get to that certain point where it's just, you know, just collect all this loot. That's when I stopped playing. <laughs> yeah, the the end game stuff. Like the the end the yeah. end game shit is is super just empty as fuck in that game, man. It really, mm. really is. And it, it like is disappointing to see because like there there was so much potential that could have been had from that game. The thing that I feel like people would be more interested in this is the ability to make your own Marvel character mm-hmm. utilizing powers that are within the Marvel universe, just like DC Universe Online did. And that would have been a very, very cool and interesting fun thing for them to do. It just it's beyond me how like what reasons they could feel like that the investment in this wouldn't come back to them. And I wonder if more so it's that like, like DC universe online had a very, very niche specific dedicated fan base that stayed with them over the years. Mm -hmm. And I can see like maybe that they felt that because they had this crazy free to play Mm -hmm. business model that came out of that game. If they felt that they couldn't necessarily uphold doing the same thing in this one, 
You know what I mean? And like, even because yeah. like the in-game transactions, like we've talked about this before, but like the monetization in games has become very egregious and has turned off a lot of people from playing games that even have any sort of in-game monetization like that, right? Just like you. And so it's like, there's people that like just don't trust free to play games a lot of times these days because they worry about that in-game monetization. So when games are free to play and they don't have a very egregious, you know, in-game currency sort of ordeal that, you know, requires real life money to sort of like, you know, back it up um, like it, that makes the game that much more fun. Like Fall Guys, for example, you know, like that, mm -hmm. that's, you know, that was a, a well, was it free? I don't think it was free. I might, I might be well, speaking it's not out true. It's going to be free to play. Soon to be free to play. And I, mm -hmm. I'm curious as to what kind of like model they will take from there. And I hope it is like a thing that's like, sure, like you can pay for like skins and stuff, but you can still earn it if you play more. You know, like that sort of model think, has been very successful. I think they're doing some sort of season pass thing. It, it, I think that's what they announced because like they're calling this season one. Yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean they they um, don't they did they were doing season passes. Uh I just I'm curious if they'll expand on it more. Yeah. They'll expand. Yeah. Like, so be, ooh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I I I'm sad that this isn't going to be a thing cuz I remember being pretty hyped about the announcement of this Same. and uh Same. like 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 I said Garrick and I were talking about this a few weeks ago because we were thinking about newer games that were in development and stuff and yeah. uh I I, I would have been there day 1 just saying would have been there day Same. 1 big time yeah. same man but yeah. I guess now like the the most of our attention can now you know be centered around these first player AAA Marvel experiences instead between Spider-Man, you know, the next Spider-Man game mm. and Wolverine that's Look, coming out. Yeah. Um, there's, there's lots to be had there. So, you know, even though we lost one thing, mm. there's lots of space for more, uh, more Give great. Give me a blade game. Give me a blade game. Okay. What's up? I got a question for you. Are you going to play Midnight Suns? No. No, I don't. I don't. I don't do that. That style of game. It's. It's. It's okay, not. It's, I'm gonna play it because it, it, it's what in our. It's not an RTS. It's a. It's like um, tactical. Uh, it, it, it's think of think of XCOM or Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Mm, I'm gonna play the shit out of that. Is it tactics? Or is it, yeah, because it's the makers of XCOM, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, the, they've announced that the gameplay is gonna be very yeah, similar. Yeah. It's. It's yeah. not what I want from Marvel content. You know. It's. It's, it's, it's not it's what you, not, I. Not I have me. a feeling the story is gonna be really good though. So sure, like I have yeah. to I ha I have to play it. Like, Final Fantasy Tactics is kind of the only game that I like that's like yeah. that, like realistically yeah. speaking. But um, but question for you. Yes. Let's say if there was gonna be a Blade game, who would you want to develop it? Just real quick. DJ, what's happening, baby? We love you, dog. Yeah, what's, what's up, DJ? Baby? What's happening, baby? Uh, who do I want to develop a Blade single player experience? Yeah. Hmm. I, I I have an answer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. I mean, at, th at this point, I tr I trust Insomniac. Like I like I trust them with mm -hmm. Spider Man and Wolverine. Like I would I would be okay with them doing Blade. But if I had to pick, if I had to pick, I think Naughty Dog would fucking slay that. I or was Sony Bend. Ooh, Sony. Bend. I was gonna say the the Coalition. Oh, the people behind Gears of yeah. War. That would be, that'd be, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I'm weird about their no. art style. I'm weird about their art style and their games. I don't know if I, I want I that feel, I feel, I feel like they could, I feel like they could do, do it right though. I, yeah. because 
I, I, th- I feel like they also need a breakout from the Gears saga because I do know that this next Gears game is supposed to be the very, very last one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, I could see them moving on because we, we know that Marvel properties are now being opened up to a lot of other studios, just like LucasArts and stuff like that, too. You know, um, so it'd be it'd be kind of yeah. cool. Just saying, yeah. just saying, yeah. I think they would do it right because they like they do. They do like, you know, not not, not to get too like bro-y action-y, but they do action very, very well and yeah. they do gore very, very well. And those things coincide very well with Blade. Mm-hmm. And they're and Blade, I could see it being like a third person action, like hack slash style shooter game as well, because he uses guns and stuff too. I feel I so. feel like there there would be really good room for Naughty Dog to do a really dope like mm-hmm. Blade story in the same in the same vein that they do that they did Uncharted. I feel like that that would make for something super interesting. But nah, dude, um, have Naughty Dog do Moon Knight. Mm, I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah Anyways, yeah. speaking Anyways, of Sony, though, on, we do have some exactly, good news. exactly. Sony expects to earn three hundred million from PC games in the next twelve months. Eh, for spoken, let's go. You, uh, this is coming from Jody McGregor over at PC Gamer. Sony recently released a business segment briefing for shareholders with the grandiose title PlayStation. The road to profitable transformation opens in a new tab between declarations of the PS5 and Sony's biggest platform ever. The Sony group collaborations like the Uncharted movie and the Deathloop Madison beer remix would quote build brand relevancy and amplify IP synergies is a section more relevant to us in PC gaming land exponential growth to be sustained by PC titles beyond FY 2022. It declares above a bar graph of three years worth of net sales on PC. It shows that in financial year 2020, Sony made 35 million from PC sales, a number that jumped to 80 million in financial year 2021 which just ended on March 31st. The prediction for financial year 2022 is another massive leap all the way to 300 million in net sales on PC. Backing this up is a chart showing the success of three former PlayStation exclusives that eventually arrived on PC, which emphasizes what an earner Horizon Zero Dawn has been. Its life-to-date revenue of 60 million puts it well ahead of God of War at 26.2 million and Days Gone at 22.7 million. They didn't they didn't mention Death Stranding on there. Interesting. Yeah, I mean Death, Death Stranding is like it it didn't do crazy well. Like it it did not do God of War well. You know what I mean? So like yeah. I like I I think Death Stranding was very niche and so like a lot of people mm-hmm. went into it with some hesitancy. It I think this is interesting though and I, I want to make sure that I back this up too with a little bit more information that we got uh from some news yesterday. God of War uh has officially been rated um which usually indicates that it is actually um in like forecasted for this year. Uh yep, yep. And so it's it's crazy to think how like between Horizon Zero Dawn this year and Forspoken, which is coming up, God of War Ragnarok potentially coming up this year. Uh, like, there's there's a lot of things that could be pushed that will guarantee some success for Sony on the PC mm-hmm. side. I know you're fucking soaked because you don't you don't have a PS5, but you get you do mm-hmm. have some hardware that can give you that that experience. 
Oh yeah. I, I, I mean, I got a 3060. I can, I can play these games, you know, ray traced and everything, mm -hmm. you know, I can, I can have that experience. And, and so, so now having that availability, you being the customer basis that this is literally for, uh, mm -hmm. do you like, do you, do you feel like 300 million is within reach for them? Um, for them to do that, I think with upcoming titles, they have to do day and date PC releases. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. look, I'm, I'm no finance guy, right? But <laughs> you're a but, science guy, not a finance guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a science yeah. guy. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I, I view this as continued sales from the, the re releases that have already been out. Um, also, DJ, we talked about if you should get God of War on, on PC or not. You definitely should. Absolutely. Absolutely should. 100% play that game. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Get that game. Um, I see um, Horizon Forbidden West probably being released this fall on yeah. pc yeah i could see that happening um oh he bought it he's he gonna play it, it soon let's go, DJ. hell let's yeah go. let's go, go. <laughs> um but yeah i i would like them to do day and date with uh with a couple of the ps5 releases they have we do know that we are getting some more news about final fantasy 7 remake part 2 this next month very soon um, very soon yeah so i i hope that they do a day and date release with that whenever they do we do know that this fiscal year goes till march 31st so they have some time yeah. um i could see uh ghost of tsushima being released as well right as dj um, mentioned oh dude, dj just oh, said it too <laughs> they need that fucking game yeah. on that game's gonna look beautiful dude, imagine Oh, imagine multiplayer on PC with that game, too. dude. I, I, oh my god, dude. So, so, and like, I, uh, I boot, I booted it up on my PS5 when I got it because I just wanted to see like how fucking beautiful it was, and it's stunning. I can only imagine how much more stunning it's going to be on a PC's entire like hot build with a 3080 and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. ooh, ooh. We don't we also know about a um, there is uh the Uncharted Legacy Collection that's being released on pc as well um i don't remember that i do know that it just came out for console um and uh uh that was oh you know what yes i believe i believe you're right because they they released the uh the last two uncharted games and that remaster and now i think the only thing that they had planned next was like the entire legacy collection that they were going to drop for pc specifically yeah they don't they don't have a they don't have a release date but it is coming okay okay and it's all okay. remastered the whole series is remastered for pc yeah, yeah. okay okay all right yep. that's gonna make yep. them some extra money too uh for sure yeah. i think forspoken so, is going to make them a good amount of money i don't know if Forspoken's gonna do you know 60 million dollars uh good no but, you know it, it's it's going to be a niche game, right? It's it's for people like you and me who are fans of Final Fantasy. Yeah, that, that's, that high that's, action that's, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it it looks really fun. Um, uh, also speaking of which, Ernell, I think I might be updating my graphics card here soon. So if you want, uh, we'll talk. Oh, my thirty sixty. We'll talk. We'll talk, baby. I'm saying. You know yeah, saying? but yeah, um, I'm excited. Uh, like. I, I really hope they just start doing day and date because Microsoft has been doing it recently and it's been working out very well for them. 
So I'm, I, I'm, I'm hoping they pivot in that direction because the last pivot they made with PlayStation Plus was not fucking it. So I'm hoping that nope. they at least pivot in the right direction with this one, Mike. <laughs> I like, mm-hmm. really, really fucking do. 100%. Because we got we got to have some fucking hope with the uh, the video games on that side. And uh, and hopefully there's some other changes that we can get here in the games industry. Because apparently we keep having multiplayer modes uh, get fucking delayed just like the queries. Online multiplayer. Quarry. quarry. The quarry. My bad. Quarry, 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 quarry. <laughs> online Tyka. multiplayer Tyka. mode <laughs> has been delayed it's come we're gonna move on over to the uh supermassive games twitter posts about this and they say quote the wait is almost over and the team and i are so excited for you to get your hands on the quarry in just over two weeks the game will launch on june 10th with local couch co-op and movie mode alongside the single player campaign however We've made the difficult decision to delay the online multiplayer mode to deliver the best possible experience for you. It's not a long wait. Online multiplayer will be added via an update by July 8th. We appreciate your understanding and hope you're just as excited as we are for the launch in just 15 days. End quote. A month. Why not just delay it? Why not just delay it? A whole month. Why not just delay it one month? It's a digital only game. Delay it one month. Just do that. I don't understand, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. Just like, just delay. Just delay the fucking game. Like Halo. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking delay it, man. Like we don't need to, like we don't need the game right there, right then and there. We don't need it right then and there. If it's not complete, just fucking wait. Right? <laughs> like, I, like, especially a game like the Quarry. <laughs> the Quarry. Just a game like The Quarry that a lot of people are were hoping to play it in the same way they can play a uh until dawn or the same way they, they that they can play a uh dark a, pictures anthology dark pictures anthology game just like you and i like now they don't have the availability to do that in the same way unless mm-hmm. it is couch co-op and not a lot of people have that available to do right now especially because there's technically still in a fucking pandemic guys um it's it's god man it's frustrating it's very frustrating because i just i kind of just really wish games would just come out the way that they were meant to come out it's like our most recent experience with that is evil dead like that game is super smooth surprising shockingly fucking smooth they came out everything that they needed to come out with looks beautiful it's a whole last experience it looks great stunningly great and now we had a good experience with that but now we keep running into games like the quarry the quarry taika um and halo and many, many other games that came out in the past year that just were not complete or did not have X thing available or did come out and the entire thing was fucking broken. Battlefield 2042. Uh, uh, it's Fuck it's God damn it, man. Like, like it's 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 just it's so frustrating at this point. I don't know where you sit on this. Are you even stoked for the quarry? Um, I want to play it, but I'm not going to play it till multiplayer is a thing. I'm not getting that game until that comes out. Yeah, there's just no no reason to. I'm yeah. just going to wait. Well, I'll be playing it. I definitely will be playing it. I'll, I'll probably see about streaming it, too, if, if the, the schedule lines up and stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, but god damn, man. I mean, like, fucking Dark Pictures Anthology has been having their online multiplayers figured the fuck out on day one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think we had so, a little bit of server issues with the uh, okay. when, House of when Ashes, does, but, you know. Yeah, when does the new one come out? Uh, I think I think it was uh, I think it was in a couple months. Let me let me double yeah, check. Yeah, I, I want to. Is it is it September or October? Uh, let me find out for you. Because I want I want to play that one. That one looks good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Uh, let's see. So, 
Uh, what is that? What is it? I have a new one supposed to be called. Okay. Uh, this game, The Devil and Me. Um, let's see here. Uh, uh, um, Dark Pictures. Devil and Me release date. Oh, there we go. Uh, 2022. No release date yet. Okay. <laughs> there you I, go. I, I bet you it's like an October thing. Yeah, probably. I that can, that I can makes make, a lot of sense. Yeah, being a Halloween release. Right? Yeah. Like right around yeah. that season. That would, that would yeah. Be the most sense. But yeah, I mean, that's cool. You know, I mean, like, it's it's just, God, I wish I wish I'd fucking get this shit figured out. Just like I also wish people would get these fucking video game to movie or show things figured out. Because Horizon God of War and Gran Turismo series announced as game to screen adaptations at Sony. <laughs> <laughs> Here we fucking okay. go. Uh, Aiden King from Collider. You want to chime in real quick? You want me to read it? Read it first. Read okay. It first. With hit read films it. like Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and series like The Witcher, it seems like video game adaptations have become the new fashion, and Sony is not looking to get left behind. Today, in an investor briefing, Sony president Jim Ryan announced that three fan-favorite PlayStation franchises will be getting a TV adaptation, Horizon, God of War, and Gran Turismo. The news comes as more and more video game properties are getting scooped up for adaptations. Paramount Plus just released the long-awaited Halo series. HBO is currently producing a highly anticipated The Last of Us adaptation, and in the coming years, audiences will see films based on the Borderland and Super Mario franchises. Borderlands, Borderlands. there's an S. Yeah, there. I know. I, I I I didn't write that. I didn't fucking write the article. I know. You know what I'm I saying? Know. I don't fucking write the article. I know. I'm calling. I'm calling out Aiden. Aiden, an get it together. There's an S thing. <laughs> Anyways, Devin, what's up? Yeah. Um. First things first. Fuck Jim Ryan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right now fuck jim ryan for sure yeah, yeah after that yeah. bullshit yeah. rolled out but yeah 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 um second thing is after the most recent sony movies that i've seen i have no faith in this okay 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 why is that why because they're just cash grabbing instead of actually caring for the stories they ruined venom I didn't see Morbius, but they ruined Morbius. I didn't see Morbius because of the fact that they ruined Venom. Uncharted and wasn't that bad, though. Uncharted was bad. It was not bad. It was that not that bad. was like a five, maybe six out of ten movie. That's, That's bad in my book. Bad. That's not bad. That's bad fucking, in my fucking, books. That's bad in my books. You're, so you you thought Uncharted was barely better than 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 Army of the Dead? Yes. Because you gave that like a six. Yeah, see, back then I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about when we just started doing this show. <laughs> fair, sure, fair. All right, all right, whatever. That's fine. That's fine. So I've really, a lot so you reviews since then. So you really thought Uncharted was bad enough that you don't have any faith in these in these Sony properties? I really don't. Out? Like, I, I just, I don't. It, it's more so I just don't have faith in their production team. Sure, they can do like good CGI and stuff. You know, and like and good cinematography, but their writing has been dog shit, in my opinion. And I don't feel like they do uh, adequate casting either for their roles, whether they're good actors or not. I, I just don't think take, they fit those roles. Fucking, I hate the fucking I, take so much. <laughs> it's my take, dude. I, I know, I'm very, I know, I'm, I know, like, I know. Look, look, especially being a fan of these properties, too. Like, I'm usually like, oh, it's different. Okay, you know, like a lot of Marvel stuff, you know, Star Wars stuff, what, what, what have you. It's like, oh, it's different. Okay, I'm, I'm willing to like, you know, check this out. You know, with the Halo show, I'm, I'm a big Halo fan, and that's a very mid ass show as well. Yeah, you know, so yeah, it's like, yeah, it I mean, it had cool parts, but it's like, meh, mid, meh, mid, meh. 
They really know, although have to do I saw some huge I, redemption. I saw that ba- that battle scene for the final episode. That shit was tight. Yeah, <laughs> see what pretty, I mean. They have really it all. good parts, <laughs> but the show itself is meh. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, but, so do you do you not really have any faith in uh, the Last of Us show then? I have more faith in that show specifically because they're having HBO work on it and uh, Neil Druckmann is writing and overseeing like, it directly involved. Yeah. yeah okay, so sure. I have more faith in that. Um, only time will tell with these. I'm not going to give a fuck about a Gran Turismo series. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Sure, God of War. Sure. They really have to fucking like pull out some big budget shit and make sure they get the right people for that. And Horizon, I just feel like we don't need it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I 100% agree with that. I didn't need a fucking Horizon no. fucking TV show, to be completely honest with you. Um, <clears throat> Unless it's animated. If it's an animated show, that would go off, I feel like. Right, right, right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I I don't know, man. And I, like, I, 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 don't, I don't even know, like... I'm, I'm like halfway in, halfway out with what you're saying, right? Because for me, it's like, in one side, I think a God of War show would be really, really dope if they did it correctly. I think I think a Horizon show could be cool if they did it correctly. I don't know if they can be done correctly. Because yeah. th- because those, those games are so narrative-driven that, like, mm-hmm. unless... Corey Barlog is writing for <laughs> God of War, God the of TV War. show. Um, like, I don't necessarily know if they can pull off the same things that the God of War 2018 game pulled off, right? Which is the only reason that they're doing a show for for that for God of War is because it was so successful, right? And the only mm. reason they're doing a show for Horizon is because it's a successful franchise. But like, do we need like movies or shows for these games? I don't think so. I really did not. I don't think many people at all fucking asked for, for a horizon show and very few were asking for God of war. As far as like that is concerned, like I don't need them. The games are already fucking movies to me. <laughs> like I'm basically I'm gonna be that toxic gamer right now and say, just focus on the games. <laughs> you know well i mean but, you know they, they can they can you know work on both of the same thing because they're like completely different teams and stuff mm-hmm. but it's like i just i just don't think we need it i really don't think we need that yeah the only way i could see a horizon show really working is if we get like one in an animated style that's similar to like avatar the last airbender or like legend of Korra. you know like that i feel like that would be kind of cool you know i think i think we could pull off a good horizon show if it was child Aloy. Yeah. Like, cause you know, that montage scene, in the beginning of horizon zero dawn and the show. So yeah. like that quick, you know, like her growing and stuff. I think we, we could do a great show for that. Um, I don't think anything touching adult Actually, Aloy is dumb, but I have a better idea. Okay. How about the fall of humankind? DJ says, don't you guys love Morbius? They just got greenlit for a sequel. Best movie of all time. DJ. <laughs> DJ. I fucking hate Jared Leto, all right? It's Morbin time. <laughs> that means I fucking it. hate that Jared Leto. Fucking and I hate Mark Wahlberg. Killing me. <laughs> fucking killing me, dude. Anyways, guys, let's go ahead and move on. We already know how you feel about that. Also, actually, before we do... um. 
What the fuck are they going to do about a Gran Turismo show? What the fuck is that going to be about? What the fuck? I don't know. What the fuck are they thinking? Like, is that going to hit the same way the Need for Speed fucking movie hit? Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Gran Turismo, but anime. So Speed Racer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which they are making another movie for, god damn it. Like, <laughs> Uh, DJ Carfax, Car boom. <laughs> 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 Guys, next up, we are going to give you a quick rundown of Star Wars Celebration 2022. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What's up? You should play the, You should play that one trailer. You should play that one trailer. Which, which, you know which, that one trailer? Which trailer? Which trailer? Star Wars Survivor. No, no, we don't need to play the trailer for it, but we can talk about it, my friend. First up, guys, we're just going to run down a list. I have an article here from Adam Bankers where he kind of gives us a, we're at IGN. He, he gives us a very, very good rundown of uh, everything we've we've been announced and given so far and reveals and all that good shit. Um, guys, first off, we got a trailer and release date for Andor, the new Disney Plus original series starring Diego Luna's Cassian Andor. Uh, it's going to be coming out August 31st. Uh, that is a um, prequel uh, uh, to Rogue One, five years prior to the events of Rogue One. Twelve episodes. Twelve. The Twelve. longest Star Wars Disney Plus show we've gotten so far will oh. be this. Um, and there is going to be two parts to it. Uh, the second part also being 12 episodes. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm, uh, like, I know we talked about this a little bit before, but like I was really excited about this. Yeah. Like because it looks like an extension of Rogue One. Right. And it right. has that dark theme, which is 100 percent what I love that they started doing in Star Wars is right. those dark themes. Right. So I'm all about this show. It's, I mean, it's think about it this way. It's James Bond in space. Yeah. Which is exactly why I'm like, sure. I know, I know you do. And like, like for, for me, it's, it's not quite my thing. Like I, I need to see more before I'm completely sold on that. But like I've so far I've been like the star Wars t Disney plus content has been fucking great. And so like, I guess I can't necessarily doubt it. Um, you know, I, I have faith. It'll, I think, I think I noticed like, on it. The higher production value, especially that we got with like Obi One, like mm -hmm. Obi One just feels like a movie, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I Andor looks the very, a, a lot like that too. Because granted, I really like Mandalorian, I liked Book of Boba Fett and stuff, but like you can tell that they were testing the waters with that, you know, with budget production. Yeah, and stuff they, like they that. fucking went in on these. Like, dude, Filoni and Favreau yeah. have been fucking killing it for Star Wars. Mm. Like, they just, goddamn, we we gotta we gotta move through this. But saying hello, yeah. uh, I just got home from seeing Maverick. F and love it. Say, we're gonna be talking about it here in a second. We're gonna be talking about here in a second. Okay, uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor announced with the first trailer and 2023 release date is revealed. Uh, so they showed a trailer for that bad boy. We're back to Cal Kestis. We're back to his story. We're back to finding out BD1. what happened after. Yeah, and BD One, that cute little motherfucker. Uh, and back to finding out what is happening with Cal and his hunt for the remaining Jedi. Uh, that's gonna be super only that, interesting. What's up? They did announce that this is only next gen and pc only so you will only yeah. be able to play this game on ps5 xbox series x and s and which PC, of course rolling into next year you guys at home are gonna have to start getting used to that because we're in year two of next gen technically mm -hmm. now uh it is you, 
I, it fucking sucks, but we're gonna have to start getting new gen consoles for you guys at home. Uh, Saint, I saw the topic had to pop in since I'm normally busy on Saturdays and miss this episode. Saint, we love you. Thank you so much for being here. Love you, Saint. Next up, we have Star Wars Skeleton Crews officially announced for 2023 with Jude Law. Uh, so this is going to be uh, uh, created by Spider-Man No Way Home's John Watts and Christopher Ford. Um, that is fucking great people to have at the helm of that. Uh, uh, but it is going to be and Filoni are working on it too. Yes, they forgot yes, to yes, add yes, that. Yes. Uh, well, that's it's just inherent now that they, they're yeah. going to have their hands in some way or another. Uh, but Skeleton Crew will follow a group of 10-year-old kids from a small planet who got lost in that galaxy far, far away and must try to find their way home. The story will take place after Return of the Jedi and will fit within the timeline of the Mandalorian and Ahsoka. Uh, but Dude, speaking of which, yes, go ahead. I'm excited. I'm really excited for this, I'm actually. I think it's I think it's going to be Goonie, like Star Wars Goonies. Oh, I like that. I like that. Jude yeah. Law fucking kills it, too. I, I think he's going to yeah. fucking nail this. Oh, yeah. I, even yeah. says in the chat. No, dude, Jude Law. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. also, speaking of Mandalorian, season three will be coming for the Mandalorian in 2023. That is specifically February. Uh, we're getting that a little bit longer than I would want personally because i kind of miss mando um but the cool thing about it is that uh, uh uh in the little snippets that they showed us some some footage and whatnot they talk about mando uh heading finally to the planet of mandalore mandalore you know, like it, he's finally going there he's looking he's looking to be forgiven for his trespasses get back with his people and he sees bo katan on the throne and oh boy <laughs> we got some star wars and going on here uh they're they oh man they got some fucking cool things there do you do you think bo katan is going to be an antagonist for him in yes. season three mm -hmm. yeah because mm -hmm. i i think i think they're they're gonna end up fighting over the fucking throne of mandalore because she like uh, he has he has a dark saber, saber so he he has a saber so it's like technically he is the leader but she doesn't want to give that to but him. he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to be but he has to be because that's yeah. like the rules of the Mandalorians and so it's like it's dude it's gonna be a fucking cool story it's gonna be a fucking cool story um let's see Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation is revealed <laughs> is set to arrive on Disney Plus on August fifth, twenty twenty two, and we'll be seeing Rose, Ray, Finn, Poe, and Chewbacca taking a vacation after defeating Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> That's gonna be so goofy. I'm excited for it. Um, Weird Al Yankovic <laughs> is going to be making an appearance as Vic Manco. I need that show. My goddamn life. Uh, we are also getting Star Wars uh, uh, High Republic as a kids show, um, uh, more pointed for pre-kindergarten children, uh, which is going to be very, very cool. I'll be able to uh, 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 show show my daughter some more fun Star Wars content. It'll be very, very good. And then next, um, we got a wild Indiana Jones Five reveal at the Star Wars Celebration, which is fucking rad, as well as reveal uh, official trailer for Willow, which is a uh, movie that was made uh written by george lucas um originally mm -hmm. a story that was made by george lucas way 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 long ago oh uh, got an official teaser trailer from there and uh i think that's kind of let's see here uh oh wait star wars knights of the old republic 2 the sith lords got a release date announced for the nintendo switch um that's going to be june 8th 
next month. They're dropping that bad boy very, very soon, guys. That's only a couple weeks away. Play that on your goddamn Switch. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> and then, let's see. I think the last thing here. Uh, da, 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 da. And I believe, actually, that was the last one. Yeah, that's the last that one. Was it. That's the main, the main one. We don't even cover everything here because a lot of us. Yeah, they're doing, a, they're doing a Star Wars High Republic comic. Too. yes yeah yeah yeah. they yeah. are which is gonna be very very interesting because that 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 written lore is always always fun it's to probably have. gonna be tying in with like the acolyte and stuff like mm-hmm. that that we'll mm-hmm. we'll be getting in the future god damn the acolytes looking good guys just like our next segment is looking good but before we move on to our next segment, i want to remind everyone that they can support us over on patreon.com so good crack show well, they can get early access yeah. on this episode before it goes public. They can ride in to the show and they can get this episode ad free. But if you're hearing this, Jack, you are not on our Patreon. So for now, here's a word from our sponsors. This piece of good cracking content is brought to you by Glide Mouse Pads. The world is changing and the demand for PC gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now. Having the best of the best in PC accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back in to the fray of the digital sea. And Glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you. Glide Mousepads is the future industry leader in mousepads, offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. I've got one of these bad boys in my office at work. I've got one here at my desk right now. Devin's got one. Xander's got one. This bad boy is silky smooth, silkier and smoothier than even the silkiest of smoothiest of smoothies or soy milk or what have you. <laughs> you can go to glidemousepads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mouse pad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off any Founders Edition mouse pad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for all content creators, and anyone here at GK can attest that late nights are kind of our only nights. <laughs> Luckily for us, though, Rogue has figured out exactly how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Again, we don't want that. We don't want that. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers, streamers, and content creators around the world. Now, I know that we've been riding this train for a long time. You might be tired of us talking about this. You might not be tired of us. You might want to just support us anyways. And you know what? For those that do support us, we love you. But the best way to support us right now is to grab yourself a big old cup of Joe. When I say Joe, I mean this rogue energy stuff. I need you waking up first thing in the morning with a big old shit to get a big old shit going. Oh, wow. You grab your rogue energy cup. Okay, you dip that bad, you scoop that bad boy right on there. You that bad boy shaky dakey, you know what I'm saying? And then you're out the dang door. Okay, you need this beverage in your life. I cannot express that enough. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKraken for 10% off any purchase of shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you would like. Now, back to the episode. 
Welcome back, everybody, and now we are moving right into the good old juicy stuff. Devin, my guy, are you motherfucking ready? Are you motherfucking ready? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell I'm... the people at home what we're doing next, my dude. Yo, y'all need to protect your neck. Because mm. So this is the gallows. <laughs> <laughs> protect your neck because of the gallows. Guys, today we are talking Top Gun Maverick review. Holy shit, we saw it last night, guys. We got lots of things to say to you about it. Released May 24, 2022. Directed by Joseph Kaczynski. Budget of $152 million. With the box office so far of $64.7 million. Forecasted to break that $150 mil in the first weekend. Uh, in a run hour, run time, excuse me, run time of two hours and 17 minutes. Now, Devin. We found a cool little thing here this morning, my guy. Before we jump yeah. into some uh, some interesting facts about this movie here, I want to uh, go over something very, very cool with all of y'all at home because we found out, if for anybody that's seen Top Gun, okay, anyone that's seen Top Gun at all, what I found out is that we can find our call signs. <laughs> we can generate our call signs. And we're going to go ahead and do this right now and what i want to do here for all of you um over on uh uh uh, uh watching live on twitch right now i want to give this guys give this to you guys at home and drop this shit so you guys can also find your call sign let us know what your call sign is in chat and uh we can start this up here so ernell there we go uh, Devin. Devin, you ready here's my camera you have to use a camera for AR. Oh, you do? Really? Yeah. Oh, no, we can't do that. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Hey, we Damn. can't do it right now. Oh, man, I'm going to click OK. Oh, man. You can't. You can't. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What's it going to do? What's it going to do? What's it going to do? It's not. It's, it's not, not going to do anything. Well, I'm going to let it load here. I, 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 I'm, I'm getting questions. I'm getting questions. So how, how would you run a marathon? Slow and steady in bursts of speed. Uh, slow and steady. Slow and steady. Because I'm overweight. So I, have, I don't have any choice. <laughs> I See, it's not letting me in. It, it's saying it needs access to my camera. Yeah, you just, just click allow. And then it'll just it'll just start moving through. Just start moving through. Why does it see. not give it allow? How fast do you drive on the freeway? It's not um, doing that for me. It's not? It wasn't it's yeah. not doing it at all? Well, that's weird. Fucking weird. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll allow camera. camera. We'll, we'll do we'll do one for you after this here. Um, what wins championships? Uh, uh, defense, offense wins games. Defense wins championships. Here, I'm not in football. Bear bear with us, real quick, chat. I'm just gonna turn my camera off for a second. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh Jesus Christ! It's fine. It's fine. Oh, Jesus it's Christ! Fine. He's gonna turn it off. It's turn fine. it off. Turn it off. Turn it off right now. There we go. <laughs> All right, generating my call sign. Let's fucking go, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there we go. There we go. No, <laughs> no, let's do it. Okay. Oh, Griff got whiz. Griff got whiz. All right, whiz. Let's fucking go, dude. Okay, we we need y'all to note these down so we don't forget. I got. I'm gonna be writing these down myself too. Um. Okay. Let's see here. Call sign. Call sign. Where's my? What's my call sign? Show me. Show me, daddy. Show me. Are you gonna show me? Like, do I get to to see? I don't want to edit my helmet and stuff. I just wanna. Who my call sign is? <laughs> oh, yo, yo! Uh, my call sign is Phantom. Phantom. Oh, that's dope. 
I got boss. <laughs> oh, you guys are not gonna live that down. I'll tell you that. <laughs> boss, Phantom, and Wiz. Let's fucking go, boys. Oh my god. Bye bye, Devin. <laughs> yeah, because the camera's like, Devin, turn your fucking camera back on. Turn your goddamn camera back on. One second. Turn your, turn, your, turn your goddamn camera back on. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Phantom, I'm going to need you to get the fuck together, okay? <laughs> Ernell Boss DeVoe, <laughs> Phantom, Griff Wiz. There you go. <laughs> he called you DeVoe. I love that so much. I love that so much for you. DJ, I did it twice. The first time I got Speed Demon, and this time I got Blizzard. I like Blizzard for DJ. Blizzard's a good one. That's a fucking good one yeah. for you, DJ. Let's fucking go. Guys, let's go ahead and talk some Top Gun trivia really quick. Phantom, are you ready? Phantom. God, I got to change my name. I don't even know. I be Phantom. <laughs> you don't want your call sign to be Phantom? No, I'm saying I got to change my name. That's fucking sick. Oh, and, and, and change it to, in Discord. Change it in Discord. Yeah. You know, do it, dog. <laughs> change change mine to boss. Yeah, I love. That. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna let you guys fucking live that now. That's, that's forever my name now. Um, let's see. Hell no, Speed Demon is much better. I played I cr played Scrimblio <laughs> with that man. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair, dude. My sure. my helmet they gave me has barbed wire all over it too. Oh, that's fucking dope. <laughs> Oh, I know it's got barbed wire all dope. over it. it Guys, says, it's black with barbed wire and it says Phantom in red. It's so that's sick. pretty. That's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty fucking cool. Guys, let's talk Top Gun Maverick here. Its original release date was to be on July twelfth, twenty nineteen. It would have been released one week after Spider Man Far From Home and one week before The Lion King on Wednesday, August 29, twenty eighteen. Around a month or two into filming, its release date was pushed back to June twenty sixth, twenty twenty removing one of 2019's most anticipated movies. Then on April 2nd, 2020, Paramount announced it would postpone the film by six months due to COVID-19 pandemic to December 23rd, 2020. In September of 2020, the film was delayed to July 2nd, 2021 due to the ongoing pandemic. On April 9th, 2021, Paramount delayed the film once again to November 19th, 2021, making this the fourth release date change. The film took the spot of Tom Cruise's other Paramount film, Mission Impossible 7 2022 on september 1st 2021 due to the delta variant of covid paramount delayed the film for a fifth time to may 27th 2022 which yet again took the spot of mission impossible 7 uh the film is now set to be released nearly three years from its original release date and four years from the time filming began goddamn god, god damn uh griff mine had calculus equations on it that's fucking cool that's really cool for Wiz. That's that's pretty. Devin, you did not. You did not put. <laughs> okay, you know what though? That's pretty cool. That's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty fucking cool. Lit, I love it. I love it, dude. Next up, at the instance of Tom insistence excuse me at the insistence of tom cruise there are minimal green screen and cgi aerial shots in the film and even the close-up cockpit shots are taken during real in-flight sequences this meant that much of the cast had to undergo extensive g-force training sessions to withstand the physical demands of the g-force pressures during flights 
God damn. Uh, next up, the actors playing pilots not only had to film themselves turning the camera on and off, they also had to touch up their own makeup, adjust their lighting, and handle their own sound. The director had to wait on the ground for hours sometimes for actors to come back with the footage. Adjustments would be made after viewing the footage, and actors would have to go back up for another take. Um, God, dude, <laughs> could you imagine that? It's extensive as fuck. Uh, Miles Teller was cast in the role of Goose's son, beating out the likes of Nicholas Holt and Glenn Powell. All three were flown to the home of Tom Cruise, the star of the movie, for chemistry tests. Teller was later cast in this movie in a role beefed up for him, having impressed Cruise producer Jerry Bruckheimer, as well as executives at Paramount Pictures and Skydance with his auditions. He did very good in this movie. He did very, very he good did. in this movie. Uh, and then last two here, shot entirely on IMAX certified Sony Venice 6K full frame cameras, specially developed for the film in order to shoot the cockpit sequences. The sensor is able to detach itself from the camera body connected by a fiber optic cable, which allows the camera rigs to fit in the tight spaces required with the body ably placed in the jet's mechanics. Exclusively in IMAX theaters, the entire film will feature an expanded aspect ratio of up to 26 percent more image holy fuck we gotta go see, we should that see in this in imax god damn we should see this in imax <laughs> and then lastly guys one of the longest oh one of the longest time 36 years between a film and its sequel in movie history griff says could you imagine doing like a 9g turn and the shop being fucked up and having to do it again god damn right God, that it's was... crazy that they actually did stuff like that, you know, for this movie. It's fucking like, nuts, dude. It's that nuts. that scene when he's flying. No, 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 no. Oh, 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 okay. That's a general as fuck, so that's fine. Sure. Because <laughs> yeah. he flies a jet the entire fucking movie. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that specific scene, though. Uh-huh. 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 Goddamn. Uh-huh. Goddamn, dude. Goddamn. <laughs> Devin, let's fucking do it, my guy. What were your top level thoughts of Top Gun Maverick? Um, it was top with guns on planes. So, <laughs> yeah, where were the horses? You know what I'm saying? They said Maverick. Where's the horses? Yeah. Um, the movie was fun. Um, if you are at all a fan of the first movie, uh, there will be some moments um, that uh, it actually captivates emotion like really well. Um, and it makes it so you actually feel um, that emotion from the characters, too um it's funny it's got some good comedy in it you know some good banter uh which i really appreciate uh the usage of the cameras in the jets <laughs> like we just mm-hmm. talked about it a little bit but like guys they're really doing that stuff like yeah. really doing like it. they're actually flying those fucking yeah planes, dog. um now uh the the sound effects were very practical in this movie um the uh which like the sound for one in that you feel it you feel all of it you feel those jets you feel them turn on you feel the turbines you feel missiles you feel all of that stuff um the movie gets very high stakes and it emphasizes on those stakes a lot which really kind of kind of makes your heart just pound a little bit in certain certain moments Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really good at capturing that. Um, Tom Cruise is still fucking got it, man. Still got it. He really does. He really got the chops, dog. He really has yeah. the chops, man. Like I, yeah. Like listen, he's he's pretty Tom Cruise in a lot of the things he does, but he pretty much fucking nailed it in this. He pretty much fucking think, nailed I it. I think this is one of his best characters. 
Like 100%. Maverick, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I think this is one of his best characters. Um, other than that, it's 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 a good story. Um, it's got a very heartfelt underlying theme to it as well. Um, and I liked it. I liked it a lot. All right, dude. All right. Uh, yeah, I think that this is one of my favorite movies of the year so far. Honestly, mm-hmm. like maybe top three one of my favorite movies of this fucking year. Uh, this, this movie is an incredible action movie. Uh, they, they, they do such, such, such a fucking good job of, of just making you so invested in what is going on. I don't know how in the world they, 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 they figured out the formula, right? They made, they found out how to make a movie about flying a plane actually really, really fucking cool. And they nailed it. They absolutely nailed the shit out of it. Because I know that there are so many times in this movie that you and I were, like, tense as fuck. Because we were, like, oh, like, so caught up in what was happening in it. And, like, I, I think I think that they did such a good such a good decision to have everything be so practical. Um, mm-hmm. And because it sort of just follows suits in the fact that, like, I think they recognize what was wrong in the original Top Gun movie from 1989, like everything that it did wrong. And they like, like doubled down on everything that it did right. And so like they, they, they gave us like an expansive story. And so like, instead of coming back and just making like a love story, like the first one was that just so happened to have air aerial combat in it. Let's focus on the aerial combat here. And they did that. Like they like they did that and they fucking nailed it by making sure that everything was practical. It feels larger than life. Like I like we were invested in the stakes of this goddamn movie. And like we like we it, it was everything built up to the final act in such a way that felt so right that guys for you list guys listening at home, me and Devin, we it, the third act started and me and Devin literally patted each other. We're like, dog, this is going to be so hype. Like, <laughs> this is going to be so fucking dope. And me and Devin were so fucking in it last night, dude. They fucking killed this movie, man. Now, with that said, like I, I absolutely think that this movie is fucking stellar. Now going into the next part of this conversation here, there are some things that I feel like that this movie could have done better. Um, I feel like character arcs are a little eh. There's some ki- side characters in the movie that I felt were probably not even necessary to have in this goddamn movie, uh, to be completely honest with you. But they did do a very good job of, like, making them feel present. They, they're not, like, non-existent. They just don't do much. And I feel like some of the character dynamics between some of these relationships in this movie felt a little bit dry, um, I don't know if you felt the same way yourself, but I, I, I could agree with that. Um, there were some characters that they introduced that maybe only had like two lines in the whole movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see if moving forward, there's going to be a, another sequel with emphasizing on these characters yeah. because of how successful and how good of reviews this is getting. God, so I hope. Far. God, I hope. Um, dude. <laughs> Give me and more like, of this. With, without without saying you know any spoilers, there's there's room for it. I feel like there yeah. is. Um, well, they they, they kind of use they kind of use the characters in this as sort of a um a new generation, a new generation yeah. of Top Gun pilots. Think Jackass right? Four. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, that way, and uh, with yeah. less dick, uh, but yeah. <laughs> far less no dick. dick, no, no dick. no dick at all in this, no dick yeah, at all, no in this. dick yeah, at all. Thankfully, we got no Tom Cruise dick. Um, but they, 
<laughs> they they do such a good job of the action in this though that I feel like any and all grievances I had about the like writing of the story was just mm -hmm. like sure well whatever I'm here for the fucking airplanes baby and they gave us about half of this movie is fucking airplanes man and the other half is just kind of like some story like character development and stuff um I I do feel like that the love story side of this was so not necessary <laughs> it, it felt uh, kind of forced right it but felt like very was, forced yeah but it was it was definitely based off like it was a continued love story off of the first movie mm, so. kind of because this because yeah. this is not the woman that he falls in love with in the first but, movie this is a character that they just mentioned for two minutes in the original movie yeah, of a relationship true. he had that's supposed to be like off camera thing, right? And so yeah. it's like that that part. Like I felt, I felt like for the most of the time they had more dynamics as friends than they did lovers. And so like any anything that had to do with those two characters, I was like, I don't give a shit about this. Can we get back in the cockpit? Can we get back to Miles Teller? Can we get so back no dicks, to but lots of cockpits? Lots of cockpits uh, in yeah. this movie. Yes, lots of just massive amounts of cock. Uh, <laughs> um, but as Saint says, they gave us so many airplanes. Thank you, DJ. <laughs> they gave us so many airplanes. Airplane scenes in this was fucking stellar. It's so good. Anything bad in this movie doesn't fucking matter anymore because the third act in this is one of the dopest action set pieces to exist in and films. Like it, it, that third act too. Like I loved it, but. I felt like they could have done a little bit more with it. You know what the, I mean? And you and you know, I feel the same way. I do feel the same way. I also feel like I didn't see a majority of that third act coming. I really did not think mm -mm. that they were going to go that far, dude. And I and because they did, it kind of like made us think like wish that they would have gotten a little bit further. Right, mm -hmm. like if it, if it had just an extra twenty minutes, you know what I mean? Just yeah, just a little, just a little I, bit extra. I feel like they could have done that. I feel like they could have done that. Sure. E even like an, another like fifteen twenty minutes. Like they could have made the stakes just a little bit, just, just a little, just bit, a little more. bit more, right? Just like, a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. But even just though they didn't, more. though, I still like it. It still worked. Like, it still worked. Yeah, you know same, what I mean? Same. Oh, and it. you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe they thought about that too. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe they thought about that. And maybe they decided to not do what you and I are kind of talking about. A little bit of a tease, you know, just a little yeah, bit of tease. Yeah. 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 It shows yeah. just enough of the cockpit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Devin, do you like do you? So we, we talked about like we see them potentially doing a sequel here. Like if Tom Cruise isn't in that sequel. I think he will be, but I think he will be. Yeah, I you know you know sure, what I'm getting at. Sure, sure, you know what sure, I'm getting sure, at. Sure, I think sure. he will be, but yeah. I, I I I think I think he's going to be rising above his current position. If that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Do you, now, okay. Hold on though. Hold on though. Right. Hold on. Hold on though. We got like we're putting a lot of attention on the final act of this movie. The the middle act of this movie is actually really good too because they it's they do fun. they do such an incredible job in this movie of like like. Guys, like <laughs> this entire movie is centered around like what is supposed to happen in the final act of the movie. And they sort of build into that. And the entire time, like they they just they increase the stakes just a little bit more every time, right? Every single time they're like, okay, so this is the mission that we're supposed to go on. This is what's supposed to happen later on. 
We gotta, we gotta get ready. We gotta train. We gotta train. We gotta train. And the stakes keep getting added a little bit every single time that another scene comes back. And you're just kind of like, oh, oh, oh god, what's gonna happen now? <laughs> so like, like I can, I can tell that you and I had so much fun in this movie, mostly because of our emotional investment in these characters and like what was happening in it. Was there anything in the narrative on like that part that you felt like was really, really good? And what's something that you felt absolutely needed to be better? So one thing that they um, that they did is there's a scene that really makes you worried for a character that we talked about being a side character. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I legit thought something bad was going to happen right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it would have been good either way, mm-hmm. but I feel like if that thing happened, that focus, that would have taken away focus from the third act. Correct. If that makes any yes. sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so I, I really liked the way that they did that, you know, mm-hmm. and it also emphasized the dangers and like we've been talking about, already the stakes of the specific thing they have to do for this specific mission. Right. You know? Right. Um, so I thought that was, I thought that was really, really good. Um, again, just hearkening back, I feel like they could have done a little bit more with those other characters they've introduced, especially in that middle act. Um, yeah, it felt like people were just kind of standing there being pretty. Yeah, very much. So there there were some characters that I kind of wanted to see more going on Mm -hmm. with that, that mm-hmm. they kind of did more with, but they didn't like commit to doing more with them. Like mm-hmm. I, I like I kind of wanted more of this, this, uh, this dynamic between uh, Rooster and Hangman. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like like, yeah. the, like those two characters in this movie. And we're not going to talk too much about it because that's spoiler stuff. But like the dynamic between those two, I kind of wanted to see more, right? Because they they kind of play on it a little bit. They don't commit to giving us more of that story. Mm -hmm. They also just don't really commit to enough of Tom Cruise's story with Miles Teller, with with Rooster, Mm -hmm. like Maverick and Rooster's relationship. I kind of wanted them to do more of this, like, like spending time together, right? And, like, having Mm -hmm. more of that father-son dynamic. I kind of wanted them to do more of that, and they didn't quite commit that direction either. And because they didn't really commit to any which way for like like character relationships there's a lot of characters like phoenix for example that felt like a main character for a little bit but then was not and like yeah. <laughs> like they kind of, they kind of use a lot of characters as just sort of like like puzzle piece or like pawns mm-hmm. to kind of like move the main character development forward and that was one thing that i was kind of like uh yeah sure like you know and be and because of such like i would much rather prefer if we just went straight to the cockpits um, and because of such, like when we, when it when it, we did get into the cockpits, uh, the the movie was just that much more better <laughs> because it felt like like we were getting to the stuff that we actually wanted. And thankfully, I would I would say probably say a majority of this movie, like if if like you know, sixty six percent of this movie was spent with aerial stuff, with airplane stuff. Yeah, and that was what uh-huh. made this movie so good for me. I mean, the movie's a Tom Cruise story. It, it's yeah. it's Maverick. It's about yeah. Maverick. It's yeah. in the title. It focuses on Maverick. It did exactly what it needed to do in that aspect, right? Right. Um, 
I think we're kind of at rating time. Man. I think I think we're good to go, my guy, Devin. Yeah. Should people see this movie right away? And what do you rate it? Uh, 100% you should see this movie. It is a very fun entry into the summer. Um, and it's a summer movie as fuck, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah it's a go. summer movie. Let's it's go. a feel good movie, too. It has a lot of themes from the 80s. So if you liked movies from the 80s, you will like this. Obviously, it's, you know, modernized and stuff like that. Right, right. But, like, they start... They start right away with that old school Top Gun. God damn you know, right. Let's intro, go. you know. Dude, Hans Zimmer um, fucking killed the soundtrack, dog. Yeah, the yeah. Hans Zimmer was on this soundtrack, dog. Yeah, Let's fucking yeah. go. And Lady Gaga. And Lady Gaga's yeah, on yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, now, I forgot how much I love the original Top Gun movie. I did not watch it in preparation for this, but I, I have did. watched that I movie did. multiple times it's over so the years. Bad. And so you remember <laughs> you remember when I was like, oh, dude, it's the same bike. Dude, it's the, the same yeah, bike. Yeah, I know. Oh, fuck, it's, it's the same bike. I just kept like nudging you. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, um, I want to give this movie an eight. Okay. All right. All right. I mm-hmm. see you. I see you, my friend. Mm-hmm. I see you, my friend. Um, yeah, you you should fucking no pun intended fly your ass to the goddamn theaters and watch this goddamn movie because this was so much fun. This is such a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Get your ass in and watch this because this. You, listen, you want to see this in a big theater, right? Because like like now I I like after seeing it, I fully comprehend why Tom Cruise is like no like they delayed it again because they were like we have to have this be in theaters. We, we are not allowing this go to straight, mm-hmm. straight to streaming services. And now after seeing it, I get why, like you mm-hmm. need to see this in a movie theater at some point or another to kind of get the best experience you possibly can out of it. Or if you're going to wait until it comes out on DVD or whatever, make sure you are watching it in the best possible entertainment experience you absolutely can big tv big sound system this this movie is larger than fucking life it is massive in scale uh and it does so 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 many things right as far as being an action movie that will suck you in from front to back Devin, i'm giving this movie an 8.5 um i think that the only thing I you know, I think that the only thing this movie does wrong is some of the narrative choices uh, that and that could have made it better, uh, but I I I feel like that the the action of this movie is so fucking stellar that like it had it had to gain more points for me like if if it was if it was any less cock pits I would probably put it. <laughs> <laughs> I would put it down to like a six because that's how like very eh, like the narrative is in this movie. Like, it's, yeah, sure, it's fine, right? But but the act, the action in this is just so fucking good. Oh, doggy dog! I'm telling you, my guy. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, guys. You have to fucking see this movie. With that said, the official GK rating of this film is going to be an 8.5 because we round up on this, guys. Go see Top Gun Maverick. Mm. I'm going to go fucking see it again at some point or another. I have to see this in D-Box, yeah. man. Oh, I want to see it in IMAX, dude. Oh, I know, dog. Oh, yeah. fuck. Um, I do want... Could you... Could you? Uh, th- this is a little bit off of Maverick, but mm. this is uh, something that we talked about earlier. Could you give me a breaking news horn real quick? Oh, Devin, you asking for the Nolan horn, my guy. Breaking news. All right, y'all. 
So uh, this is uh, coming via IGN. I do not have a specific uh, writer or editor. Um, I just got this off of their IG. Uh, Star Wars Celebration has given those in attendance the first look at the upcoming Disney Plus Ahsoka series. And it has been teased that Star Wars Rebels, Ezra Bridger, Sabine Wren, and Hera Soldula will be part of the live action series. It is officially confirmed. We are getting those characters, those beloved Rebels characters in Let's the live action Star Wars go, universe. Dog. Let's fucking go, dude. That's going to be so much goddamn fun. Just like this next week is going to be fun for you guys here at GK's because on Tuesday, we've got some good cracking podcasts. And this time we are talking our predictions for summer gaming announcements this year. Uh, we are right around the corner. We're going to talk about some things that we want to see from different showcases, things that we think are going to happen. It was kind of always what we do with our predictions. It's not what we want the entire time. It's what we think is going to happen. Uh, but yes, Tuesday, Good Cracking Podcast. Join us for that one. That is 7 p.m. Pacific time. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, next Wednesday, we have Ocean Shrine Story Time because Garrick, unfortunately, has some uh, some home stuff he's doing, so I'm going to be taking his place next Wednesday. And uh, next Wednesday, I'm going to be playing a very, very interesting-looking game. If I, I'm trying to see if I can remember the, the name of this damn game really quick. Uh, we saw we actually set that up this morning, and I was like, huh, I'm down. It's called Silt. Tuesday. Tuesday, says Josh. Tuesday. Welcome, Josh. Tuesday. Tuesday. Dude, um, I, <laughs> yes. I just made an edit to Thursday because you put splash damage for Thursday. Oh, damn. God damn it. I fucking keep doing that, dog. I keep doing Oh, no. You know what? That was from last time. And that's what fucked me up last time. Remember? Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that. I did that. Uh, yeah. So story time. We will be playing Silt. And that is a uh, um, a side a side scrolling sort of uh, underwater game that is in like the same sort of like dark art um, uh, that is. Uh, 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 um, God, what's, that? what's that game called? I forgot the name of that game. Uh, yeah, gas, <laughs> sorry, no, gaslight time. I'm excited. God damn it, Ocean shine, um, but that's gonna be a very, very fun one. And then next Thursday, we have Shipwreck Show, not Splash Damage. Thank you, Devin. Uh, the Shipwreck Show live recording for our patrons. You can find that over on patreon.com slash good crack and show, uh, where you can watch that episode live. You can hang out with us while we record it, uh, before it goes public on Sundays, uh, which is when our Shipwreck Show episodes go public for all of you guys um the next friday we are doing another splash damage that will be me that'll be Devin. that will be hulk brogan our man our friend logan uh doing destiny 2 the duality dungeon we're gonna be running that yeah. next friday uh we gotta we gotta find some time for 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 me to get my gallerhorn <laughs> catalyst because I, I, <laughs> I ain't gonna survive much longer if I don't have that bad boy. I, the, the rocket launch is not as good without that goddamn catalyst. So, uh, but then, guys, we have a very special episode next Saturday. Another good cracking podcast will be me and Genesee Gabrielle coming back, our our ba our baby coming back and hanging out with us again, talking all things gay representation. We have me and Genesee coming in and talking about all the things that make us queer. That's going to be a damn good fucking time. We're going to talk about queer media. We're going to be talking about queer representation in games, in music, all the stuff that you need to know about me and Genesee being pansexual as fuck. Let's fucking do it, guys. Guys, please let us know your thoughts of our on Top Gun Maverick. Let us know in the comments. Let us know how you feel about it. If you haven't seen it yet, let us know what you're most excited to see in Top Gun Maverick. And uh, let us know how our review went because uh, we're here for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Phantom. Are you ready to roll on out of here?
You ready to roll on out of here with all you know? Let's fucking go. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. get the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, let's go, boss. Because this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear. Live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash good cracking show if you enjoyed the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash good cracking show where you can submit questions and topics to the show get exclusive post-show content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea <laughs> you can support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We got to get on out of here, y'all. But until next time, my friends. What's, what's a quote he says in, in the movie? What's, what's, what's some Tom Cruise says in, in Top Gun? This is my face. <laughs>